Hey everybody, this is Alex from Forever Dog. Before we get started with Literati, I wanted to let you know about some awesome Forever Dog shows we have coming up in New York City and Chicago that you might be interested in. On Tuesday, November 1st for the New York Comedy Festival, Kevin McDonald from The Kids in the Hall will be performing his brand new show, Kevin McDonald's Kevin McDonald Show, live at Union Hall in Brooklyn. It's an old-school variety hour with famous friends, musical acts, and brand new sketches. And this time around, Kevin's going to be joined by special guest Rachel Dratch and musical guest Ted Leo. So you are not going to want to miss this one. Again, that is on Tuesday, November 1st at Union Hall for the New York Comedy Festival. And on Friday, November 18th, Kevin is taking his show to the Chicago Podcast Festival and will be joined by special guests Bob Saget and Scott Adsit, as well as musical guest Fruit Bats. He's going to be headlining at the beautiful Athenium Theater. It's going to be big, so Chicago comedy fans, if you want to see Kevin McDonald, Bob Saget, Scott Adsit, and Fruit Bats on one stage, get on over to the Athenium on November 18th for one heck of a show. Tickets for both shows are available at foreverdogpodcast.com. You can also visit the New York Comedy Festival or Chicago Podcast Festival pages directly. They're both going to be a whole lot of fun, and on behalf of the Forever Dog team, we would love to see you there. All right. I'm not going to hold you from the show anymore. Hello and welcome to Literati, a comedy podcast celebrating the greatest American novels never written. We're your hosts, Colin O'Brien. And Michael Wolf. Hi, it's me, Michael Wolf. And I just want to say something to my haters. Get bent. Yeah, get I'm bent. sick of it. I read your reviews of my book and I was like, uh, hello. I didn't ask for your opinion, okay? My book is going to be a classic. It's called Michael Wolf, A Man Who Can Do No Wrong. And you know what? If you don't like it, shove off. Okay, so that's a little bit about me. Um, that's the venting uh, section of uh, yeah. Literati where Michael gets something off his chest. I'm sorry. I hate those negative vibes, but that's, I just can't stand it's it. It's part of being an artist. I mean, like you put yourself out there. You're so vulnerable. And then like, you know, people just try to tear you down. And it's right. It's like, how much can you take? And so this you apparently get very little. Yeah, because by haters, it was one person and it was my publisher. And she said, hey, this is uh, this isn't uh, you didn't finish it. Um, and I said, fuck you. Yeah. Well, I remember it when I'm ready. Yeah. I remember one time uh, I read one of your uh, your works, yeah. one of the first drafts. And I said, I have one note and you leaped at me. Put your hands around right my around throat. throat. Because that's how you breathe. And I wanted to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And you knew. Yeah. You knew that's how I breathe. Yeah. No, through it my was throat. A, this was that was an mistake. intentional. That was an intentional. Yeah, this wasn't like uh, going for your waist to toss you in the air. OK. Like you were trying to. Was trying end to, my life. Yeah, by blocking the oxygen but, yeah, flow to your okay. brain. Okay. Um, so anyway, I, I'm not giving you notes ever again. Well, I, the thing is I don't need them because I can do no wrong, baby. Yeah, I know. I read your book. Yeah. How? What would you think? Loved it. Awesome. Great. Now, speaking of reviews, a lot of you guys have been writing to us since our uh, previous episode and asking us why we're specifically qualified to host a podcast about reading. That's... Uh... That's fair, but uh, we did burn all those letters before mm. opening and reading them. Something so satisfying about burning words. Yeah, we don't have time to be critiqued or challenged. We have tons of credits. For example, I own every Animorphs book. And I'm allergic to paper. Speaking of critics, Michael, as you know, I'm mm. still an aspiring author. I haven't been published yet, which is uh, very heartbreaking for well, me. Well, aspiring, so. 
Right, it rhymes with hiring. It's that's true. That's a good way of looking at it. Uh, but I did get another letter, a response from a, a publisher that I submitted to, and <gasps> ah, and I want to open it. I want to open it right here. This is great. This sounds. Yeah, I'm just going to oh. open it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Dear writer. Oh, that's a good start. Good start. That's calling what I want to be. That's the profession I want to be. They're calling me. So this has got to be good. That's got to be this good. They're calling you a writer. Dear writer, while we appreciate you sharing your work with us, we're quite frankly getting tired of explaining to you that Penguin Classics does not publish new works of literature, so please refrain from sending us any more of your futuristic space fantasy novels. Shoot. That doesn't make any sense. Me. Yeah. It's a classic futuristic space fantasy. Yeah. I get... Because also, like, this is, this, is, this is the thing I don't get. Right. If they published it, eventually it would be, be old cla- enough to be a classic. Yeah, they're going to run out of classics if they don't publish any new yeah, stuff. Dostoevsky's not writing anything new. Right. What? Yeah, exactly. Fine. You're just like sealing Tom- your own, like, you're just like, sort of like, you know, like uh, burying yourself. Like, you're not going to have any more authors to publish if you don't start publishing new authors. I hate to say this, but Penguin Classics can go die in a ditch. Yeah. I... I Hey, it's also, so your books, uh, they're old. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. Get a book with some sexting in it. Yeah. Huh? Get a book with a Bluetooth earpiece. That's what people want to read about. Yeah. It's classic. It's called a modern classic. Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's what it is. I know. I read Pride and Prejudice. It's like, I can't relate to this. No one's texting. No one's, you know, updating their Facebook profiles. It's like, this doesn't make any sense anymore. Right. I don't... You Just know what? out of touch. I'm out sorry, of touch. Colin. I'm sorry, you, you're real mad. Yeah. You're scraping the table with your claws. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need to take a minute? Here, hit my hand. Punch it. <laughs> ah, okay. Sorry I had to take that out on you. Hey, I'm here to be your punching bag. Yeah. Okay. Well, Let's move on. Yeah. As you guys know, we're all about literature and the arts, and this podcast is really supposed to be about encouraging the world to read, uh, but... We gotta pay the bills. Yeah, you know? unfortunately, that's just a reality. We're drinking water, and that's not free. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you can't just go find water. Not when it's in plastic. It's not. So we do have to read some ads. Uh, we'll try and keep these brief, but we have a few sponsors, yep. um, and of course, these ads are from the literary world. Yeah. So, um, do you want to get us uh, started? Yeah, here? let us yeah, get. Um, so these were sent in. Um, so the first ad uh, is for Bill Bryson. Bill Bryson. Hey, it's time to buy your dad a birthday present again. All right. Uh, next up, Dan Brown. Look out, Bible. There's a new good book in town. Next is an ad for Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut, welcome to college. And so on. Ann Rice. Hey, do, do you ever want to fuck a dead guy? Read Ann Rice. We got one for Stephanie Myers here. If you like shitty teen vampire novels that don't understand the rich tradition of the genre and just use glitter and sex to appeal to 14-year-old girls instead of hardcore fantasy fans, then pick up Twilight, you twat. That one was paid for by Anne Rice. Oh, that makes Yeah, that was an attack literary ad. Uh, Next up, we have Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy, for uncles who fought in Korea and still fantasize about being in war and murder and stuff, and then also, whoa, cool submarines. But, you know, enough about... uh, Enough with these ads. Oh, yeah. Uh, We're done with these. We're done shilling... Uh, let's get back because, to the good hard reading yeah, we want to we want to talk about 
literature. That's why we're here. We want to talk about the art of words. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think it's time to welcome our guest to the studio. As you know, every week we have a wonderful guest from the literary world here to wow and amaze you. And this week is no different. Gosh, I'm so excited for you all to hear the words that'll flow out of his mouth like a thousand drops of rain coming down from the heavens. I can't believe we got him. I don't. This is a huge get. This is a huge, huge get. Duff McKeegan, bassist for Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver, is going to be here in the studio reading an excerpt from his memoir, It's So Easy. Uh, You're going to get a real insight into the rock and roll lifestyle. Uh, A lot of people say that music is just poetry set to music. And to that I say, "Mm, poetry sucks and rock and roll is very cool. Yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. So without further ado, please enjoy Duff McKagan. Hi, I'm Duff McKagan, and this is an excerpt from my memoir, It's So Easy. Before we started our North American tour in the summer of 88, I had never been much of a coke guy. I was still a diehard boozer at this point. But I started to realize the more coke I did, the more I could drink. And if there was something that allowed me to drink more, I wanted to get my hands on it. And fast. I would stay up for three or four days at a time, drinking and snorting. One day, me and the band went down to the strip to score some yak. On the way back, we stumbled upon a TCB Wise. Frozen yogurt was a relatively new thing at this time. Sure, ice cream was still king, but frozen yogurt was making a big play at the throne. We walked in and gaped in awe at the flavors before us. Blackberry, peach, salted caramel, welcome to the jungle indeed. Yeah, people think welcome to the jungle is about the seedy underworld of LA, but it isn't. It's about a TCB wise. One night, during a binge, Slash looked up at me from behind his gay magician's hat and said, I'm gonna be so sick. He was right. An hour later, Slash was in the bathroom shitting milk. But that's where he'd write his best riffs, too. He came up with the opening to Rocket Queen after ass-blasting a gallon of low-fat boysenberry. (laughs) Welcome to the bunghole, indeed. After a show, we'd go backstage and our dressing room would be lined with girls who wanted one thing and one thing only. To blow our humongous schlongs. But me and the other guys had something else in mind. Sure, we had sex with them, but fast. We had to eat our frozen yogurt before it got all melty. Our motto, Froyo's over hose. Things had gotten worse. One morning during a pit stop in New Brunswick, I was flipping through the newspaper when something grabbed my eye. Buy any 8-ounce cup and get the second one free. That's right, it was a killer coop from the TCBY. We had to redeem these bad boys. So we found a TCB's and loaded up our cups. When the cashier gave us our total, Slash turned to him and said, Uh, actually, we got a coupon. (laughs) We all laughed. Sweet coupon of mine, we all sang. Present the man with his coupon, Slash said to me. Uh, I thought you had the coupons, I said. I checked my pockets. No coupons. Panic set in. Part of Guns N' Roses' ethos was a fuck you mentality and having the balls to back it up. If we said we had a coupon, we'd better have a coupon. But we didn't. We paid full price for our frozen yogurt. After the incident, Axel went back and wrote November Rain. Yeah, 
People think it's about a tumultuous relationship, but it isn't. It's about losing a coupon for frozen yogurt. Back in the van, I looked down inside. I had an appetite, all right. An appetite for self-destruction. I threw my cup to the ground and said, I'm done. It was time to start anew. A clean slate. The good news was, since I had already hit rock bottom, there was nowhere else to go but up. So I switched to heroin and never looked back. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard the Duff McKagan live in studio. Yeah, rock star turned author. Really incredible stuff. Duff, thank thank you you so much for taking this time. Absolutely, you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me here. We're big, big GNR fans. Thank you. I'm I'm also in Velvet Revolver. Oh, yeah. We're well aware. Personally, I don't listen to loud music. Okay. um, but I've heard great, great things. So that's it's awesome, and it's an honor. Yeah. Yeah, anybody we, who's famous, you can to me. you can listen to it at a lower volume. Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard nothing but yeah. good things about loud music. Honestly, uh, I it's not the volume; it's the intensity. Okay, that's hard well, for me. I can't do anything about that because <laughs> I'm coming at full intensity every yeah, time I get in know. that studio. So this was such a shocking reading. It was so intense. Right. I just wonder, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of the context of this memoir? Sure. Um, well, you know, I wrote this uh, memoir uh, about eight years ago, and uh, it's oh. just about my uh, life with uh, on the road with Guns N' Roses and, uh, you know, the wild times that we had and yeah. well, so things I'm, that we did. I might be a little mistaken because we booked you because this is part of your press tour for the book. Yeah. Oh, you wrote it eight years ago. Yeah, we're still on the press tour. It's an eight-year press This is tour the same and press counting. tour. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're oh, just trying to get geez. the word out about the book. Yeah. So, and, like, uh, I'm just wondering, eight years is so yeah. long. How many have you, you just making your way city to city? Oh, yeah. We're some, some cities multiple times. Yeah. Um, this is actually the fifth or sixth time we've been uh, in New York to uh, promote the book. Um, but, yeah, we just uh, feel like... Uh, any press is good press, yeah. and uh, we're still getting the the word out about the book. And uh, judging by the sales, you know, it's still helping, still getting some steady steady sales. You know, I, I would imagine that you know, you know, uh, life on the yeah. road is a is a tough life, but yeah. it must be the only life you know, I guess, as it, a rock star. Yeah, so you must be used to it. Yeah, you got yeah. Sh- straight off the road with uh, GNR, then hopped on the road with Velvet Revolver, and now I've been on yeah. the road doing this book tour, and uh, you know. I've con- calmed down yeah. in my uh, my older age. But you must have some pretty crazy stories, I bet. Because I see you got more yeah. than your fair share of scars okay. on you, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely, man. I actually, uh, I was making, uh, I made some banana bread last night. 
in the in a Ramada Inn. What? Yeah, I burned. I did burn myself. As you can probably see, that it's still there a little bit. Like a whole griddle scar on your. Yeah, I. uh, Yeah, I. The griddle slipped and uh, fell on my neck, and uh, got a little griddle burn, but. Uh, that's the price you pay when you're making Belgian waffles. Yeah, that's why they Don't call it slippery griddles. Yeah, <laughs> and so then, because like you're, you know, yeah. life on the road, the only life you know. I mean, it's you, the you, only life. It's the I only know. life for you. Absolutely. So I was when born you're not, on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Born uh, literally, literally on, street, literally like on, on the, the side. Road, of, literally on the side, on the side of, the of the road. There yeah. was traffic. We couldn't make it to the hospital. My mom. So had they to just give, said like, let's open let's, the car door. Yeah, let's do it on the road. Yeah. Why don't we do it in the road? Yeah. Beatles song. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, I was born on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. So Sorry. you're not on you're not on tour yeah. for your bands, Guns and Roses Guns and Roses and Velvet Revolver. You're not yeah. on tour for the book. Do you do any other sort of tours? Wine tours, uh sort of thing? Yeah. Like sort of thing? Yeah, I'm doing a wine tour. You're doing a wine coming tour? up. Yeah, yeah, doing the whole California uh wine tour. That's really cool. Junk it. Now somebody told me that wine is made from grapes, but that doesn't sound true. Thoughts? Um, hey, I haven't seen any proof. Um, I thought it was made from other wine. Yeah. That's what I thought. See, that, I it makes sense. Because you yeah. sort of pour wine into like a Brita filter sort of thing. Absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. if wine is made from grapes, then why don't I get wasted after I have a really nice right. cosmopolitan spread at a hotel with all yeah. these free grapes? Absolutely. Why Why don't you get wasted after you have a, a grape-flavored high C? You yeah, know? it doesn't make Wouldn't, sense. Yeah. Well, it's I think you should really live it up in that Napa Valley. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. That's what I plan to do. Um, and what is your go-to decadent drug of choice? Um, a decadent uh, drug of choice? Well, you know what? I'll tell you. I've had a lot of drugs. In Clearly. Life, all right? <laughs> we can go down the list. I've had cocaine. Yeah. I've had a lot of booze. Okay. Uh, a little bit of marijuana. Hey, I'm no stranger. Uh, absolutely. A little bit of molly. All right? Okay. A little bit of X. Right. A little bit of hair. Mm-hmm. Heroin. Okay. It's short for heroin. Yeah. A uh, little bit of mescaline. Yep. Mescaline. A little bit of aioti. Peyote. Uh-oh. A little bit of salvia. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, a little bit of lens cleaner. Mm-hmm. But I think my favorite drug of choice these days has got to be scones. You had scones. scones? Have you guys been to Connecticut Muffin? I, I've been scones are a little dry for me. Oh, that's what I like. That's what I like. About you like? It. I like that they're. You dry. like it dry? Yeah. You got to like get a plate, or it crumbles everywhere. Right. Yeah. That's why I never travel without a so plate. Saying, I keep a plate on me at all times because. Well, crumb, you. I was yeah, you crumb. have. Uh, you can't. You have like one of those like drum symbol like cases that. Yeah. The jijin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a big mm-hmm. plate. Who yeah. makes those symbols? The jijin. Jijinjin. It's like I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. Again, I stay away from music. My yeah. ears bleed. Yeah, so we're book right. we're we're book guys. So uh, you know, music's hey. not. No, that's killer. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like books and I like music. But Duff, I, I just want to clarify: if you had a plate of heroin and a plate of scones, right? You're going for the scones. I'm going. Well, now I'm going for the scones. Absolutely, I love. Um, I every time I come through here, I got to stop at Connecticut Muffin, okay? Because they got these killer frosted pecan scones. They're this just pretty badass. They're just off the hook. I just started saying that. It's not something to really say a whole lot, but I just picked it up on this book tour. I'm really Sounds glad cool. that you it's feel comfortable around us to uh, absolutely to break that yeah, up. You guys yeah. are great. I love um, the vibe you're giving me. I have heard that sugar is more addictive than cocaine for your body. 
I, I would agree with that to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Absolutely. I mean, have you guys ever been able to just have one Oreo from a sleeve? No. I got to eat the whole sleeve. Uh, and another sleeve after that. And then in the morning, I'm like, ooh, what did I do? But, yeah. 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 What's, the, what's, what's the longest you've uh, gone without a scone? Um, oh, well, you know, I, I've pr- for 45 minutes. Yeah. That's worse than I thought. Wow. Uh, well, it's like a scone every hour. Basically, I think that's what it averages out to. But uh, look, well, we got a case of scones that we keep on the tour bus for this tour, and I'm hitting them up constantly. You guys ever have day olds? No. Not no. bad. Is that an Not bad. Time? No, day old scones. Oh. You go to you go to a bakery, a Connecticut muffin, killer place that I got to keep plugging. <laughs> I got to because you got to try out their scones. Awesome. You go in there at the end of the day. You guys, you guys got any uh, scones left? And uh, they'll give you a bag. And, wow. You know, it's a little hard. They're a little hard. So but you you're like, eat you're like a challenge. You haven't lived an Absolutely. easy life. You don't no. need it to be. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I yeah. I like him to be a little hard. My dentist is not too happy about it. I'll uh, tell you that. He's mad. He's mad again. He's, mad. <laughs> he's always mad yeah. with you. I come in there. My teeth are looking like shit. But I say, hey, yeah. doc, it's the only thing. Yeah, I got. Your teeth mouth are pretty ratchet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely tough. Yeah. Your horrid. mouth looks like a crater. It's on the terrible. It smells like shit. I have chronic halitosis. I have dry sockets, a lot of them. Oh God! Absolutely. I'm really glad that and you're not it's stopping horrible. anything. You're not quit. You're, Absolute, you're never. No, absolutely no. not. Wow. Absolutely Rock and not. roll, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nuts. Now I want to bring this up. What's and I'm, up? I'm sorry if you get asked this all the time. No, bring it on. Do you have a classic Guns N' Roses crazy, crazy night on the tour story? <sighs> yeah. Well, you know what? This is something that's also in the book. Um, you can pick that book up. It's so easy. Uh, it's on shelves. It was released in 2007. Uh, here's one story. This, you know. Wait, is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Okay. And they don't. You can buy it through a lot of used sellers at this point. Oh, great. Amazon directly does not carry it any longer. But you can get that on Kindle Fire, too. Um. Okay, well, here's the deal. You know that, you know, you guys hear about the thing, the the blowjob room under the stage of Guns N' Roses concerts? Uh, no. no. Like, uh, between songs, band members would go down under the stage, and you could get blowjobs. Oh, from man, girls. I wish my construction worker at my house would have taken I know, a note from right? them, huh? Yeah. Because all I've got is a rec room. Okay. And honestly, my wife doesn't even let me keep the pool table in there because she says it's too dangerous because oh. I uh, will end up, you know, slipping on the balls because I right. sleep on that pool table when she banishes me from the bedroom because oh. I'm not good at sex. Well, no, you... Well, in all fairness, you could put an eyeball out with one of those cues. No, she's right. So, she's right. I you know, I feel like she does have a point. Uh, but anyway, I went down uh, to the blowjob room. Uh, we were is after we did a uh, November rain, and I uh, went down there and uh, we had gotten uh, we had gotten in this. You guys like those uh, those tricolored uh, popcorn tins? Yeah, we're yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 right, yeah, 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 yeah. right, little red yeah, yeah, yeah. So Love that shit. yeah, I went down there and there's a bunch of people getting blowjobs, and I I was drawn to the pot. I just, I ate the whole tin. 
And I was wow. like, I was. <laughs> and then you still had a show. You still had a show to play. The rest yeah. of the show to play. Right. You yeah. ate all three flavors. I was mowing down hard. I did. What did the rest you of the group have say? to say about that after they got the blowjob? Well, I'll tell you what, Izzy was mad. Oh, Izzy no. Stratlin. He played guitar with us on that tour. Yeah. That's how yeah. I know you're Duff McKagan because no right. one else would know the guitarist's yeah. name. Yeah. I, I gotta, Izzy's my boy. I have a question. When, when, so in between songs, when someone would go down to the blowjob room, yeah. what would everyone else do? So like, then there's just like sort of like, they Slash would, is just hanging out on stage and like trying to make chit chat with the audience. Like, so how? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, how's everyone? What's going on? Yeah. Chicago. We used to project this sick video of a dragon. Oh, and people would just kind of watch. Pretty this video cool. Of it's the like dragon. so. It's just sort of like, while you know, well, dust down in the blowjob room. Let's watch yeah. cartoons. Like sort of thing. Yeah. Let's okay. all. You know, That's everyone cool. kind of needed a break at yeah. that point. We had been shredding pretty hard. Yeah. yeah, rock and roll was different back then. No yeah. rules. Now, I did hear uh, you're not supposed to mix corns, you know? It's like you have all right. cheddar or all caramel. I'll tell you what. Well, yeah, I would do each a section at a time. Do you have a palate cleanser in between? Yeah, well, yeah, I had a little thing, a high C. Cool. That's awesome. Cleanse the palate. I go back for more corn and... uh yeah, it was pretty wild. That's the most popcorn I've ever ate at one time. So I would say that was probably the like one of the wildest wow. things that's happened on the road. That's pretty wild. That's right? pretty. I I think what's so cool that's about rock want, stars right? is like hearing these stories. Like right. it's like we Michael and I we could never live this sort of life. We have you know we'd get fired from our jobs. So it's nice to like live vicariously through rock stars. Right. You know when you yeah. hear about them eating this much popcorn, you're like mm-hmm. I could never do it your wife would make you sleep on the pool table if you ate that much popcorn yeah she'd say get those cheddary fingers out of here yeah you sleep on the pool t- it's, it's hard to sleep on a pool table. yeah it's not it's not, it's fun, not good for your neck it's really my fault for not listening hey i know how my wife gets now i've got a question muff mckagan her name's muff yeah it <laughs> sounds dirty so it's not it's it's, it's supposed do to you have like cute. towels that say like duff and muff exactly yeah yeah, we got those monogrammed. Have you ever considered suing the beer company from The Simpsons? Uh, you know what? That's inter- that's addressed in my book. Uh, oh. They asked me if they could do that. I said, yeah. And now they're making tons of money off the uh, the merchandise. And uh, well, it's kind of my fault for not drawing up a contract yeah. first. Kind but of uh, you know, that's all right because I love the show. Yeah. You know, Homer eats a lot of donuts. Oh yeah, that show. and that's you know if I could have one cartoon pastry, that's definitely the, oh, what I would choose. Frosting that, with those pink frosted donuts. Oh, the devil! I will. Yeah, eat them all. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the show. Is when Homer eats the donuts. Yeah, I turn it off usually after he's done eating the donut. So <laughs> I've had enough. Do you like when show. he says dough? Yeah, because that makes me think of donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like that. Kind of set you yeah. up for that one. Yeah. Thank you. It was a leading question. Um, mm. I have a, speaking of questions, do you consider yourself a hero to children? Um, like a uh, role model? Well, not necessarily. My kid had a uh, soccer game the other week, and we were supposed to bring the, uh, the snacks afterwards. You know, you bring the snacks for the kids. You should bring yeah. healthy snacks right. usually. Yeah. Orange slices. Yeah. Orange, Orange slices. slices you know, fruit. Yeah. Waters. Yeah. I brought donut holes. Oh, God. Oh, munchkins? Yeah. Munchkins. Yeah, no, I thought munchkins for the munchkins. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I can sense. see, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah. those kids, 
they need to fill up on something other than carbs. Yeah, well, I especially ate them. in New York City, half these right. kids are on Atkins. Uh, yeah, I guess you're. I don't I know mean, too much about that. I mean, I ate them all in the van. Yeah, on I mean, the way over. <laughs> so not only did you bring what treats that were not yeah. appropriate for uh, yeah. children, you ate them all too. Yeah, it's, wow, rock and roll. Would you consider yourself... <sighs> what? Do you guys have any more donuts left? There's yeah, one, yeah. but it's jelly. You want a donut? Is it? Yeah. yeah. I would like it. Let's get Duff a donut. I just want to call dibs on it. Yeah, you can you call okay, dibs. We'll leave it there. You'll yeah, you can leave it there for now, because I don't want to be eating a donut on Mike. Now, I see you but sucking on... hankering. What's up? I see you sucking on something. It looks like a vape pen. You keep just about between every other word. Yeah. It's got this weird, it sort of looks like there's frosting in it. Yeah. Um, this is a, a custom-made vaporizer. Yeah. It's called the um, E-Duff. Uh-huh. The E-Duff vaporizer. Cool. And basically, cool. I have all these custom flavors that yeah. I have uh, made by Winchell's, the donut store. Oh, Okay. Um, this one that I'm sucking on right now is maple bark. Oh, shit. Yeah. They, Are you trying to wean yourself off the donuts? No, I'm no. trying to have more donuts when I can't have gotcha. regular hard this donuts. This room really smells a lot like uh, maple donuts. And you're <laughs> sucking nice, it down. Right? You're sucking it down. Yeah. Wait, I want, uh, the, I want the listeners to hear that. All right. You guys hear that? Yeah, actually, if you listen to my <laughs> new solo album, you all right? I'm okay. I'm just not You're used okay. to that strong of a vapor. Whew. That's it's thick. good. It's what good. are the calories on one of those puppies? Uh, probably about 560 every <laughs> vape. With a cloud of vapor? Shit. Yeah. Good 560. Dang. Yeah. If um, you listen to my new album, my soul, I'm putting out a new solo album. Oh, is it bad? Is it what? Is it bad? That's what you're gonna. You, that's the first thing you're gonna ask me if it's bad. Anytime I it's, hear it, that's. That's that's well, a lot of shots. It's not just you. He asked, that's that's the first question he asks anyone. Okay. When I'm sorry. Prepared. I'm sorry. That's okay, a okay, weird, okay, aggressive okay. question. Keep the horses at bay. Answer the question. No, I don't think it's bad. Okay. I made it, so obviously, I think it was worthwhile. Okay. What yeah. was it What's like that? writing this book? Because you must be. I mean, were you a man of letters before? Did you ever write any of the songs in Guns N' Roses' Velvet Revolver? Or did you have a ghostwriter? I just want to hear a little bit about your process. Um, I wrote this all. I wrote the whole book. Uh, you know, I it was tough. I sat down. Uh, it took me about four or five months of just oh, wow. every day writing the book. And um, I really, before that, hadn't had a whole lot of experience. Um writing something um i had kind of like tinkered with uh writing some liner notes for use your illusion one and two but the band the the other guys in the band didn't like what i wrote they nixed it they nixed it uh why was it controversial i just a lot of pastry themed liner notes um just a lot of stuff about um what i wouldn't do to a uh muffin and speaking of con- eat it <laughs> speaking of controversy i mean you're it's no like, you're no stranger to controversy and uh, i know guns no, and roses uh, absolutely not probably uh had some uh difficulty with censorship the albums and stuff uh yeah when uh when writing this book yeah uh 
did you think about are there are there words that should be censored? Mm, good question, Colin. Yeah. Mm, words that should be censored. I actually have quite a few yeah. words that should be censored. This is my just a list off the top of my yeah. head, of course. Shovel. Horse. Pancakes. Hawaii. Cupboards. Doctors. Doctors Without Borders. Borders the Bookstore. Mattresses. Mattress Land. And fuck. Those are all the words that I think should be banned. <laughs> so if they... If, of if any book. Re- and you won't find them in my book. You won't find it. That's what... That was my question. Yeah. Well, that's what I... One thing I found really interesting, because I didn't read your book because I'm busy because I'm in court right now because I'm getting sued by uh, a soccer team because... I brought the wrong snacks. Yeah, I brought the wrong (laughs) snacks. I brought them escargot, and apparently they need fast stuff, so they run quick. Yeah. So anyway, I I do not want to get into my legal troubles right now, let me tell you. But uh, So I just skimmed your book, but whenever you eat pancakes, instead of writing that, you call them uh, flatbread pie. And yep. I thought that was a cool thing. House International. I just House think of it's catchier than pie. pancakes. Well, also hey, too, give me some old flatbread pies. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when that. you do use censorship, then it sort of like forces you to think outside the box and be more creative with how you. Because yeah. Yeah. Necessity is the mother of invention. Right. Yeah. I remember Will Smith saying he doesn't use any curse words in any of his uh, comedies, and then yeah. Eminem praised him for that. It said, right. "That's amazing." Yeah. Motherfucker. Eminem's. Would you say that Will Smith is the greatest rapper of all time? I don't listen to a whole lot of rap, but yeah, I love Willennium. And I think that's a good solid album. Top to bottom. I was listening to it a lot when I recorded my new solo album, Go For Duff. Yeah, I... uh... I'm excited to listen for influences of that when I get around to listening to yours. I just, I'm getting Bose to make me special headphones that cut out the sound. Sound canceling both directions. You can't hear anything. Ideally, yeah. You want noise can <laughs> You want you music? had noise canceling no, headphones can- that like cancel the noise going to your ears both ways. Yeah, I don't want noise coming in from the outside world, and then I'd like to have no noise coming in from the iPod or Zoom or so, whatever. Right. So basically, you'll just like sit down, put. I love you. Music. Put you put go for duff on on your stereo. Not yeah. first, and then you'll put on the noise canceling headphones, not plugged into anything. Just so you don't hear the music. Yeah, they're less headphones than it is putty that I stuff into my little ear holes. Okay. Gotcha. So they are headphones. Uh, you're, they're not headphones at all. Well, not yet because Bose has not finished them because they won't read my prototypes that I send them blueprints of. What's the the blueprints? Just like a drawing? Of it's a drawing somebody? with me with a lot of just stuff in my ears. It's just, you, it's just a drawing oh, you of you like trying this. to... Sometimes I use dough. Oh, nice. Do you mm-hmm. have any of that dough around? Yeah, I got pizza dough. Just a second. Let me nice. just, sorry, I've been tossing it in the air. Uh, and whoosh, here we go. Nice. Make some cinnamon sticks out of this later. Hell yeah, dog. I That's love sick. elephant ear cinnamon sticks. It's what the only you, reason okay. I go to the carnival. I was going to say, street fair. Yeah. What do you go to? Are you a funnel cake dude? Oh, yeah. I love funnel cake. What about fennel cake? Fennel cake is great. Um, I love, uh, the, the ice cream farm. You ever go to ice cream farm? No. It's a farm. That makes and ice they cream. just have like ice cream crops. What is it? Cold cows? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a cow it's, uh, that you can 
get ice cream directly out of his udders. Nice. So you like What's funnel that? cake. You like fennel cake. If you could, for your last meal, what would you have as your final cake? You, uh, I would love just wedding cake. That's beautiful. Do you, do you ever you buy muff, one of those? Muffin duff? Just a yeah. little muffin duff at the top of that Consi- wedding cake? We're considering getting renewing our vows just so we can re-up on that cake. That's beautiful. Yeah, muffin yeah. duff. Never enough. Yeah. Can I use that? Yeah, just Venmo for me. For something. I don't know what yet. Venmo? I don't know what that is. Venmo is a money-sharing app. It's a great way mm. for millennials and other people like me to kind of pay back what I owe. Oh. Is that like... So when, 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 at the end of this legal battle, are you just going to Venmo someone? <laughs> like a I million mean, dollars? Hopefully not. They'll Knock be Venmoing on wood. you, hopefully. They'll hopefully be they'll be Venmoing me a million dollars. Yeah. Because I say, hey, they're not good uh, soccer players anyway. They were never going to be that good. Yeah, you know, it's like they were losing. I thought this was a game right. for fun. It's a Parks and Recs field. This wasn't. This isn't the the revolution. Right. That's a was a local soccer team in my city. <clears throat> That's true. As is everything here. Um, I have <laughs> a question, true. real quick. Um, yeah. go for Duff. That's interesting title for an album. It's also how I answer the phone. That's okay. where I got the title for the album. But that's I'm here to do to press for the book. That's yeah, another course. tour that's starting a couple years from now when we're finished with the book tour. Um, so real quick, who were your greatest influences musically and literally? Uh, my greatest influence is probably, um, you know, the probably everyone's influences. Uh, Chuck Berry, uh, Chef Boyardee, Johnny Rotten. Fat Albert, the guy on my corner that sells uh, tacos, and uh, those are David the Gnome. What's up? Who's those David are the Gnome? Pretty much everyone's influences. Yeah, David the Gnome was a cartoon on Nickelodeon oh, about I, a gnome. I, think I missed that one. I remember that about one. A, you do? Yeah, I remember right. David. Was the gnome. he from Nighttime? You know yeah. what's up. Was there. he Ed, Ed, and Eddie? What was he? What <laughs> was that? No, it wasn't Ed, 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 and Eddie. It was uh, David the Gnome. What is that? A Ren and Stimpy? No, no, no. no. It's a David it's more the complex gnome. and nuanced okay. than Ren and Stimpy. Oh, that no. Okay, I'm sorry. I remember now. It's a half hat, half dog. <laughs> no, he wasn't either. Well, no, he was full neither. Yeah, he was full gnome, just a gnome, and his name yeah. was David, which I thought was a weird name for a gnome. Yeah, you yeah, that's kind of David's sort of a plain name yeah. for such a magical kind of an creature. Every, man e- name. every gnome name. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess there's magic within all of us, so you know. Yeah, which, I agree. Yeah, um, um, which is interesting because I have been doing some magic on the bus. What? That's for real. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have anything you can show us? Yeah. Okay. What's that you got in your ear? Oh, what? Nothing. That, I don't. This looks like a donut hole. Man. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Shit! How did that? That's <laughs> really impressive. Yeah. Well, I, I was should have given you the donut hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. You ate it. You ate it. You ate it very quickly. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Also, remember reading in in your book. It's so easy. Thanks for reading it. Yeah. Not skimming it. But just don't have. You would before the shows when people were just sort of lounging around in the the blowjob room. You would you do magic tricks just to keep them entertained, keep spirits up before the show. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, I would. You know, just basic stuff. Nothing like too weird. I uh, don't want to. No. No. Uh, you know, do the 
saw saw a rabbit out of the hat. He saw a rabbit out of the well, hat. Well, I've yeah. seen a lot of people. I know, I know, Pull, I like, can detest this. I've seen a lot of people grab it out of a hat. Right. That's okay. Yeah. You see somebody saw the bottom off of a hat yeah. and the rabbit falls out. Uh-huh. That's impressive. Yeah. A lot of rabbits died learning that trick. Um, but you're not going to learn any other way. No. No. Y- you got to kill some you gotta rabbits break a few, if you you're going to make an omelet. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yep. That's how the saying goes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So, quick question. Go for death. I, <laughs> sorry. No, it's okay. I respect your process. Um, I don't want to put you on the spot again, like with the magic, but sure. you're a mu- musician. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, I would love... And a magician. And a magician. If you would, I'd love to hear some music, you know? Sure. You got that solo album. Um, yeah, well... This is track. Uh, do you guys want to um, give me like some a musical accompaniment? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you need. Sure. Um, maybe you just give me like a little <laughs> and you give me a little bit of like a little bit of percussion okay. sounds. And if you got one, baby cruising down the I five, baby got the top down. All right. Baby, would you stop at my place? I got to shut some donuts in my face. Go for Duff. He wants some donuts in his face. Go for Duff. He wants some donuts in his face. Go for Duff. He wants some pictures in his face. Go for Duff. He wants some pictures all over the place. Go for Duff. Go for Duff. That's just... Yeah, you guys hopped in on that real quick, and I really appreciate it. That was incredible. I got... I'm like amped up right now i have chills. i'm like at a 10 right now that's great because that's what i want you to feel oh when my you god to my solo album but again not here to talk about that should be talking about the book that i've been on tour for for eight years well i'm very excited to pick it up sometime because i lied when i said i skimmed it i have not yet bought it but i'm you going to skim it i did not skim it again uh between the legal battle and my doctor telling me that i have leprosy i've been so busy you so i have a lot of stuff going on honestly i do not know why you're doing a podcast you should be really this is my outlet stuff. it's like the rest of my life's falling apart and this is my rock because i okay. love to read and i love to write and i love to tell people what they should think so I just want a lot of people. You got a Venmo, doctors, lawyers. It's okay. My uncle died and he left me a boat. Did you sell it? it? Yeah, I sold it. Nice. How much did you get? Well, I just traded. I bought. You got got bought a bigger boat. I'm now in the red. Red Sea. You guys going to the boat show later next month? The one in Topeka. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to be cruising through there on a tour stop. Doing uh, Fat Eddie's books, and then um, gonna stop at the boat show afterwards. Well, a lot of good. Like, Topeka's a great boat town. Hell of a boat town. Do you, uh, yeah. You guys ever take your boats up to Topeka? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. boat's got a bunch of holes in it. That's the yeah, only way I could afford yeah, it because that's tough. Well, you're trying to make it more aerodynamic. Yeah, the water just flows right through, so it's like I'll speed right along. But yeah, right. it didn't really work oh, out. That now it's more of a talking piece than anything else nice well duff it has yeah. been an <laughs> honor and a pleasure 
Is there anything you want to plug? Maybe a show, a live show that you do regularly, um, knowing that this podcast won't be out for another two months? Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, basically, you can pick up my, my memoir, Duff McKagan. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. Available online at uh, Amazon. Uh, you can get it at fateddiesbooks.com. It's a bookstore in Topeka, Kansas, but they do have an online shop. Uh, you can get it at um, any Walgreens right now. It's in the front any. with the other thrifts, thrift uh, books at the front. Yeah, you know yeah. how like they have books at the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the books. Great. It's next to the TV Guide and the Archie Comics. And the Patrick Connollys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's right. actually Judy a pretty Coles. big influence on my music, too. Nice. But not on your writing. No, absolutely not. Well, you've got to keep them separated. Ah, uh, nice. Offspring. I like it. Offspring. You were referencing Offspring, right? Again. You've got to keep them separated. I like what you're saying because it reminds me of what I said, but if right. that's in a song, I haven't heard it. I sleep with cotton all around me. Right. Starts at the, it's like I put Q-tips in my ears, I put cotton balls in my ears, and then I don't stop there. I just keep going. Yeah. I look like a sheep. Seal it up with the putty. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I got that um, book. And you can also get um, my, my new album, Go For Duff, Duff McKagan. And that is available exclusively at all Starbucks locations. Great. You can also get that at Fat Eddie's Books. They sell CDs at the front of the bookstore. Oh, yeah. I see those. Topeka's, Kansas. Nice. Also got some banana bread coming out. Um, <laughs> coming out of the oven? Yeah. In about in like what, a few minutes. Oh, so wow. I do have to check up on that. Ooh, we, got an, we got an oven good. in the I thought van. you just switched your vape cartridge to banana bread flavor. I also did that. Oh, okay. Do you guys want to vape? Yeah, let me try. I feel like it's rude to not to offer a vape. I've never vaped before. Nice. Oh. You got a good vape. Wow, that hits you quick. Yeah. Try that out. For real? You can hit it for real, yeah. dude. What do you do? I've got no, mouth, I've got no mouth problems <laughs> other than the severe dental sick, problems so I, I have. What's up? Yeah, you just dude. push this down? Push that down. Oh, it's out of battery, I think. Oh, Ooh, no. tough luck, Colin. Oh. And that just about wraps up our interview yeah. here at Literati. I was just about to vape for the first time. Damn. Well, what a fitting ending, always leaving us wanting more. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's time for Duff to go. Uh, I hate to go. It really should is. Should I stay or should I go? I should stay. No, I should go. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't stay. I wouldn't overstay my welcome. I do have to get to this banana bread. That is coming out of the oven, but you guys have been a treat. I do hope you, your legal problems get uh, dealt with. Well, it seems like it's going to be a long next 26 years. Yeah. But I'm um, just getting a text from Muff. She says the banana bread has got to get out of here, so I got to go. <laughs> All right. Well, Duff, give, thank you give so Muff much our for best by. and thank yeah. you, Duff. Yeah. All right. I got to go for Muff. <laughs> so I'll see you later. Okay. Go. Bye. Thank you so much. See you guys later. <laughs> Well, there you have it. A crazy life on the road, in the studio, near an oven. Duff McKagan telling you how easy it's been. The answer, it's so easy. It smells like a bake shop in here. Yeah. As always, I'm Michael Wolf. I'm Colin O'Brien. And remember, don't forget to read. Because it might just save your life. Reading has saved my life three times. I don't want to get into the details. Yeah, we don't of need to. Yeah. That sounds personal. Yeah. Let's just say 
it involved a very shallow diving pool. All three times. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.